Okay, so today's daf is daf chaf hey that we're going to be learning in Hashem. And yesterday, when you saw the machlok in the Mishnah regarding Sfichim, I said we'd have to really make sense of it in tomorrow's daf, and we will. But let's just do a quick uh, overview of it and with all the explanations to make it make sense already to start with. So let's just start charting it out if you like. So we saw in the Mishnah, it says, Rabbi Huda says, This is, in other words, Sfichim seem to be Asur. The only exception to that is Kharadal. Why? Because Kharadal doesn't seem to be Chashuv. We'll see in today's stuff exactly how that, how that panned out. Um, and, uh, and therefore, there's no reason to make Gzaira. So the understanding is, is that according to Rabbi Huda, this is where the Rosh Surilio explains it, is that really he understands the whole the Sfichim, the reason the Asur is Mishum Gzaira. As we said, that the concern is, if the Chachamim were concerned that if we allowed this aftergrowth to be mortar, the people would plant things and just say it was aftergrowth. And that doesn't matter when they're planted, whether they're planted in the sixth going into seventh, or they're planted in the seventh themselves, or they sort of grew in the seventh, if it's called that, um, simply from seeds falling. Fine. Again, the exception to that was Chardal, because since Chardal wasn't considered Chashuv, considered important, there was no concern that people were going to deliberately plant it. That's why Rabbi Huda says Chardal is the exception. If we move down the chain, down, down the chart now, we've got here the um, Rabbi Shimon's opinion that he says, they're all mutar, So the understanding here was Chachamim say, asurin. So according to Rabbi Chaim, he says, he explains that the, the Shita Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yoch, uh, sorry, Rabbi Shimon and Chachamim is actually regarding Shishit going into Shvid. Why? Because they hold like Rabbi Akiva. The Doraita, the only thing that's Asur, is those things were planted, that sort of planted in the Shemitah itself. It says, Henlo Nizra, based on the Pasuk, as we've seen previously. So that's therefore Sfichim's Asur Doraita, but those that go from the sixth to the seventh year, they would actually be Mutar. So that's why he's saying, Kol Sfichim Mutar im Chutzmi Sfichai Kruv, and the Gizmar is going to explain what's so special about Sfichai Kruv, was Chachamim say, even those would be Asur. So Doraita seems to be only, only that which grew in the Shvi'id. But those from Shita to Shvid with the old Asum Mishum Gzeira, according to Chachamim, it sounds like, because Gazru Atu Svichai Krub. Since Svichai Krub Asur, if we make everything else Asur as well. Okay, that's the charted out debate for you. Hopefully it makes more sense now. But let's, let's have a look at the Gemara. The Gemara now continues. We're going from Yehuda, Amar Svichai Chardal. And it says, Ad Kedon. Now, I'm not sure which way you have it now is Yarko, Zaro, Zaro, Yarko. However, the Mepharshim also, all, Explain it differently, but Reb Chaim actually keeps the girsa that I have in round brackets. He says, I can understand according to Rabbi Yehuda why Sfichei Chardal regarding the leafy part that is considered that is mutar. Um, however, um, in other words, I uh, read Reb Chaim Sfichei But what about the zera? Is the zera also going to be mutar from this from the Sfichim? So Gemara says, Efshar Meimar, and I'm going to read it the way Reb Chaim reads. It says, Efshar Meimar Yarko Mutar Zarolo Kol Shekem. So the, he explains that if, there's, if the Yerek is Mutar, which his understanding is more chashuv, more important than the Zera, meaning the seed. So if the, if the Yerek is Mutar, Mishum Sfichim, Kavachoma, the Zera, in other words, we're saying that's Mutar because it's not chashuv. So Kavachoma, the Zera, which is less chashuv, there's no reason to make Zera Mishum Sfichim. Okay. Let's continue. Rabbi Shimon Melakish Habei Bechikuk. It was in a particular location. This is called Chikuk. Chamtu Megalgalin. We saw this expression yesterday. Gimel is Nichlaf Bezayin a lot of time in Aramit. So Megalgalin is Mezalzalin. Mezalzal Baharin Chardala. Mezalzal with mustard. 
the nafalmine that fell from him, but who lo nasabli, and he didn't pick it up. So they treated it haphazardly. So Amar Manda Maitli Khardal, whoever brings me Khardal now, Ani Morik Rabihuda. I'm going to rule like Rabbi Huda, because if you recall, back to the chart, Rabbi Huda says, it's mutarim. because in Ochashuv, there's no reason to make Xerba, and he's seeing the way they treated Kharda was, was uh, 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 they were mezalzel with it. So quite clearly, he seemed to say, look, the facts on the ground are exactly that, that the people don't, don't consider them very much, therefore there's no reason to make Xerba. Let's get in the Gemara. Amar Bar Zavda, Hori Rab Chunya Demin Choran, the Beit Chavran, um, he he kahadad Rabbi Yehuda. He ruled like Rabbi Yehuda, meaning he held like Rabbi Yehuda that what svichachadol mutarim. However, aal Rabbi Yochanan v'darshlu karabanan dahacha v'karabanan dahatama. So Rabbi Yochanan went there, came, and he said he he was doresh like shidat chachamim in two cases. One is here the kol svichim asurim, so that's he's going the chumra there. And regarding Rabban and Dataman is another machloket here. Okay, you can see the charts get a bit involved in a minute, but let's just start with the first one. Just focus on the, the right corner here. That's regarding the beta Birdsashanolda Biyontov. An egg that's that was laid um on Yomtov is it Mutan Shabbos? It's a famous uh, debate there. Rabbi Yehuda says it's Asur. Why? Because Rabbi Yehuda in that machloket says because Yom Arich the Damo, it's like the Kedusha, it's like one long day in terms of the Kedusha stretches across both Shabbos, Yontav to Shabbos. And therefore, it's Asul Mishum Nolad. Like Nolad means it's Muktzah because it was laid on Yontav. And it's like it was laid on Shabbos as well because it's one long day. Havachachamim say it's actually would be Mutar on Shabbos. Why is it Mutar on Shabbos? Because Mishum Shtei Kedushot Hem. Meaning Shabbos and Yontav are completely independent and therefore Shtei Kedushot Hem. Okay? So therefore, the Gemara then continues. That what happened? Rav Abba Bar Zmina, the Shem Rav Yitzchak, said as follows: uh, says as follows, Min Komei Ilun Tarti Mili Nachat Lei Rav Yochanan Min Sipor Letivra. It was for these two matters that what that Rabbi uh, Rabbi Yochanan had to leave Tzipori and go down to Tiberia. Why? Amar Ma Aitinon Li Hadin Daina Saba Dei Anashari Vuhu Asar Ana Asa Vuhu Shari. He says that we find here that if I was, if, if you have a look at this debate, because again, Rav Chunya Paskin like who? Like Rabbi Yehuda. And the case of Sfichim, Rabbi Yehuda is more meikil and chachamim more machmir. Now Rabbi Yochanan Paskin like chachamim, who in the case of Sfichim is more machmir, that Rav Chunya should probably be up here in Rabbi Yehuda, by the way, um, but he's again, but um, he's more machmir, but, and by Beitza Shanolda beyond to whether it's Mutar Shabbos, he's more meikil. So he says, one second, you're only here. If I say it's mutar, it's going to say it's asr. If you say it's asr, it's say it's mutar, because it, in other words, you can cycle as we're shown in the charts. So therefore, he felt he had to therefore go down and leave um, leave Tzipuri and go down to um, go down to uh, Tiberia. Why? Because it says Kadeshiloye Meaning he was he didn't want to pass in contrast to the Daina Saba, the the, the Dain of the town, and therefore that's why he felt he had to move to a different town. That's one I'm understanding. If you have a look, I'll read from Mafuldi says, Min Komayas is Mipne Shtehara Ot Elu Shahor Rab Pardon me, Rab Rabchunya, Bitsipori, because of these two teaching Rabchunya taught in Sipori, Yarad Yarad Rabbi Yochanan Min Sipori Bahalakli had to go there. But Mahavetimli had Dainat Sarakanazir. Why did you bring me this elderly Dainat? 
That's the end of the Gemara. That's the that's the end of the Gemara, which is read. I'm a Mayatinu lihad in Diana. Kol mashini shari hu asur ani asir hu shari. Everything I say is muta. He says it's asur. Everything I say is asur. He says it's muta. Okay. So therefore, we have to move. Um, the Rashi, <coughs> pardon me, Rashi has got another take on this. Okay, but let's uh, let's continue. So Amar Rebbe Va. Ata uvdu kamei Rabbi Yasa. The internet came Rabbi Yasa. Obai meivad kerebi Yochanan. He wanted to rule like Rabbi Yochanan. Now, to, just to appreciate here, let's let's we've moved on a little bit from the Sfichim debate, and now we're looking down now at the Beit Shenolda debate. So what happened is is an incident that a meiser of a Beit Shenolda b'shiyontov is mutar. We said is it mutar b'shabbos or not? And he wanted to rule like Rabbi Yochanan that should be mutar, meaning. Once again, importantly, the Shabbos and Yontav Shtei Kedushotem. That's a really important piece of this picture here. Kedshama, when he heard that Rav and Rav Chanina mipalgin sharmine. Once he heard that Rav and Rav Chanina seemed to be choylek on, on uh, Rabbi Yochanan, sharmine, he refrained from Paskin because he didn't want to get involved in Machlokas. Now, what is this case of Rav, Rav and Rav Chanina? Now we've got the chart on the left now. He says, Let's say someone licked candles on Shabbos and he has leftovers. Can he use those leftovers for Yom Tov? Meaning the leftover wick, the leftover oil. So on Shabbos itself, clearly it's Muktza, because Kivan the Akse and Ben Fashot, it's Muktza on Shabbos itself. But the question is, do it on the next, for Yom Tov, can I use it? So Rav 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 Tavra Amun Asir, they both say it's Asur. The assumption here is why? Because they hold it's Yoma Arichta. It's like a one long Kedusha. And therefore, since it's Muktza on Shabbos, it will continue to be Muktza on Yontav as well. Which seems to be, as we've got in the lines here, he says it's Muteret, because once, once again, it's Shtei Kedushotem. So the assumption of the Gemara is what? The reason why Rav Yasa refrain from ruling like Rav Yochanan is he can, he saw in a separate debate, the debate here on the left-hand chart of Sharia Petila B'Shabbos, the Rav Yochanan, and assumption was that they hold it Yom Arichta, not Shtei Kedushot. Okay? So He says, why do you assume that this debate aligns nicely with the Beitza debate? Who says they align one t- together nicely? Meaning what? Uh, here I've written in red the explanation of Chaim. He says, Dilma, he basically says, maybe the reason why they say it's Asur is not because it's one Kedusha. It could still be considered Shtei Kedushot. But then why is the Petila, the petila Asur then on Yontav? It's because you've been, you're being Mechin from Shabbos to Yontav. It's an, a problem of Achana. You've effectively been Machshu, prepared this Petila, made it, charred its edges, and therefore, we can't be mechin from Shabbos to Yontav. That's why it's Asur. Not because it's one Kedusha. In other words, it could be that Rav and Rav Hanina agree with Rav Yochan in the case of Beish Hashanah If it's Mutar and Shabbos, they could agree it's Shtei Kedushot. The reason why the Cholik and Shari Petil is for a different din altogether. Mishum Hachana. So Amar Lei, Min Mada, Min Mada, Anan Chamei Rabbanan, Midami Lei Hada, Amra Hi Hada Hi Hada. The fact that the Rabbanan Meaning the fact that Rabbi Yosef refrained from the debate, and the fact that we'll see in a moment a kasha's border on Rav, um, seems to be that the Chachamim did align these two ideas together, and they did assume that the um, that the that the that the underlying rationale of Rav Rav and Rav Chanina, on, again on the left chart, chart side of the chart here, 
is that it is because of Yom Arichta and not because of any other reason. So that's, in other words, a factor of Yasser refrain and says, Whoa, I, can't, I don't want to pass on like Rabbi Yochanan and get myself uh, caught in a debate because Rabbi Rachinan had a on him. In the case of, even though that Machol is Shai Patila, and he was refraining from passing Beit Sushnolda Beyontov, means that yes, they are aligned with one another. Okay. Similarly, we say another case here. Let's have a look. It says, um, here, Yom Rishon Yom Sheni, important to understand, is talking about um, the, the days of Shabbos and Yontav. It does Shabbos, Yontav to Shabbos, Shabbos to Yontav. And someone put out their Eruv Tchum. Okay? So again, the Eruv Tchum enables one to walk beyond the, the city limits um, uh, to one direction. Because someone's only allowed to go 2,000 miles outside a city. But what they can do, they can move their Makom Shvita to one side of the city, which would buy them an extra 2,000 amot from that Makom Shvita, and they'd lose in the other direction slightly somewhat. The question is, if they put their Eruv Tchum out, on the um, on the first day, and then say it was Shabbos, and then on Shabbos he goes out and eats it, and when Yontav comes in, it's no longer there. But the Arbas Kenim, who the Arbas Kenim? This is Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, Rabbi Yishmael ben Osher, Rabbi Yochanan ben Bruka, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda. That's what Rabbi Shimon explains. They all say that that next day. So in that case, the example of Shabbos to Yontav, Yontav his Tchum would be like the Bnei Ir. Meaning he's back to back to default status. Why? Because once again, it must be that it's, he, they treat Shabbos and Yontav like Shtei Kedushot, two independent things. Why? Because if it was one Kedusha, your Erev would have worked for both. Okay, even if it was an Echal, because we say that once you put your Erev down, you can you, you can eat it on Shabbos. It doesn't destroy the Erev. They took an Erev Tchum. So Rav Huna b'Shem Rav says Halachik Arbas Gainim. So Rav Huna said in the name of Rav. The Talach is like Arb, the Arbas Kenim here. That what? That we treat Shabbos and Yontav Eruvin like two Kedushot. The Gemara says, Rav, Rav Chista, by Machlafa, she said the Rav. So Rav Chista says, one second, that doesn't make sense. That can't be Shittat Rav, again, in, in the case of Eruvin. Why? Because we just saw in the case of Sharei Petila, the case of Rav and Rav Chanina, that he holds that again, Sharei Petila the Shabbos, Asurabi Yontav. Meaning, and we said it was Kayoma Richter. And he, so, in other words, we've got a contradiction in the Shittat of Rav. By Eruv, and we said it, that we treat it like two different Kedushot. I mean, if you eat Eruv on one day, you're like Bani Iro the next. And by Sharia Patila, we say that the, the what levers left over of the of the weeks can't be used on on on, on Yontav, because it's like Yom Richter. It's like, it's, it's, it's Asur Mishum, if you like, not Mishum um, Mukta, because it was Iktzele on, um, on Pedash Mashot. So it says, Tamar, uh, now well, I'm going to read in the Gemara what I just explained outside. And here, meaning by the Batila, he says it's one Kedusha. There we had a machlok at Bragan leftovers of the Patil of the week, or the, or the flame, or the leftover of the Shemen. <coughs> that went out on Shabbos, can you use it on Yontav? And Rav Rachina Sarveyun Amri, like we saw before, said it's us, or Yochanan said it's Muta, which is this chart here. So therefore, we can basically end there. However, what the um, Rav Fulta says, and now Agav Grara, we bring in that discussion that we brought previously. Sort of, it, it fits in nicely. So Amrav Manakumed Rav Yonon, my Afchei Petila Gabba which is the same question we had before. Why are you aligning these green lines here? Why are you aligning the Beit by Beitza by Sharia Petila? Who says they align? 
Maybe he says again. Maybe we said the reason why Rav, Rav and Rav Chanina just do the Chazara wasn't because of Yom Arichta. Maybe it was because the problem of Mechin Mishabbos Liantav. So we said Amar Lei Min Min Mad Anan Chami Rabana Medami Lahada Medami Lasra Hada Amra He He Hada He Hada. The fact that Rabbanan Medame one to the other began by Rav Yosef, and in this case right here Rav Chista means that really the rationale behind Rav and Rav Chanina. In the case of Shara Ptila, is because Yom Richter and not because of Mishum Hachana. Okay, that was probably the one of the hardest pieces of the daf. Okay, I'll, I'll stop the screen share. That's all I got for charts today. Let's continue. Okay, um, let's continue. Actually, no, I do need the chart. Sorry, <laughs> this is for the. We've got to go back to um, the uh, the charts. The 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 Machlok Basvichim. Okay. So if you have a look, it says, So if you recall here, we saw, we introduced the Shia, we saw the, we saw the Machlok, we went over the Machlok and the Mishnah, but Rabbi Huda and Shimon and Chachamin. We said that Rabbi Shimon whole, the, the discussion when Rabbi Shimon says, Kol mutarim, we're talking about Sfichim that started in the sixth year, were planted in the sixth year and carried on to the Shemitah. And we said, they're all, they're all Mutar, Chutz Misfichei Kruv. Okay. So, and why? Because you don't find them in the field. So the Gemara asks, So I don't understand what's what's the svar behind that. So Rav Chama Bar Ukva said, Rav Yosef Barachanina Mipnesha Darkan Lagel Imahot that there are ways to grow Imahot. Now what's mean Imahot? Um, the expression Imahot we've seen previously Imahot B'Tzalim. That's that's the way the the Pnei Moshe explains it. However, Rav Chaim says, what's Imahot meaning? Shememarim Latzmiachalim. They grow leaves very fast. That we don't find by any other vegetables in the field. In other words, what I mean, meaning they're exceptional. That's how we understand the word exceptional. So he says, But one thing, the fact that they grow leaves very fast, so what? So Amar Rebbe Shmuel Bar Yitzhak says, No. All the leafy things that grow, we can work out, we can determine whether it's from last year or this year. These particular vegetables, they've got a problem because their leaves grow very, very rapidly. That which is that starts growing in the seventh year, we don't know. You won't be able to determine if it's shishit to shvit or it's mamash planted in shvit. So because we again, what's the basis? If you remember, Reb Shimon holds like Rebbe Akiva that only svichim asur are those that started growing in shmita, not that grows grow in the shishit. So in other words, because these ones are so difficult to differentiate between whether they, where are they, did they start growing in Shishir or they grow in Shvi'it, because their leaves grow very fast, someone will take it mina isur and simply say, Vyorma, no, minawatavati. Oh, the reason why it's so developed is because I got it from the you know, rapidly growing kuruv, this rapidly growing, um, so like cabbage. Okay. Mafarash and Mishnah have a different way of explaining the Mishnah, but this is where Yushami explains it. Let's continue. Now, we've talked about this many times. This is this type of species of onion that stays in the ground for a long time. The fact that some things grow out of it during the Shemitah year is not a problem. Uh, in other words, we don't, we don't tell you to start pulling out the leaves because Svichim and Asr, you're going to just, it sounds like I have to pull out Svichim normally. Um, Rehaim says, So that's why it's a tell us specifically when it comes to Luf, this onion, Bishvit, you don't have to pull it out of the ground. You can leave it there. If they start growing, it's mutar. And I'm not going to bring up the whole complex stuff we did again about how what you do with uh, luf 
in terms of how to deal with, if you recall, in terms of uh, parts, parts of it. Ah, so Morta, you know, we had a very complex stuff to try and deal with love. Okay, let's continue. Or kurnas, which is uh, one, one, one translation source, like an artichoke. Now, in other words, despite the fact, what's interesting with this kurnas, that this is a kurnas, Reb Chaim says, the roots of it stay in the ground for many years. But the, the leaves come out every year and then fall off. So the point is, even though you have to deal with the leaves, you don't have to pull out the roots. In other words, you don't say the Sfichim applied, the Easter Sfichim applied the roots as well. But you've got to pull off the leaves. So and if they grew, then it's muta. Now, now the Gemara asks, one second, how can you pull off the leaves? But aren't you destroying something that's got Kedusha Shviz? And that's fit for animal foods. How can you be pulling it off? So we say, no, you're not actually physically destroying it. You're just plucking them off and putting them on the ground. And then at that time, they're still fine. You haven't destroyed it. You just pulled it off. And and the destruction of it is, if you like, grammar, if it's happening on its own, by fact, by the fact it's no longer connected to the plant anymore. Okay? So it's a, you're not mafsi biadaim. It's not a direct mafsi. Therefore, it's okay. Okay, let's continue. The Chachamim Morim. Chachamim says, Kol asurim. All sfichim asurim, as we said. Now, this is a fascinating story. Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, that's Rabbi Shimon on a Mishnah. He says, He was walking, he was going in Shemitah, and he saw someone picking out Svichim on Shvit. Now, if you recall, Rabbi Shimon on a Mishnah, says, Those are Svichim that grow from Shishin to Shvit, importantly again. And the Chachamim said, No, they're all Asur. So he say, So he said to him, says, What are you doing? How can you be, these are Svichim. It's Asur to collect Svichim. It's Amr Le'i, Atu Matirim, but one second. Your Matirat. That's your Shit and Amishnah. So, Amr Le'i, Ve'ein Chavaraya Cholkin Alai. Doesn't matter. But don't the Chachamim, aren't the Chachim Cholik on me? So, Yachid Varamim, Malachich Arabim. So, how can you be going like me? So, Kara Aleha, they refer to him, Aporetz Gedo Yishchenu Nachash, someone who breaches a fence. This is usually expression of someone who goes against the Rabbanam. All right, someone who breaches a friend, he will be bitten by a snake. And that's in, that was an unfortunate end to this individual who was picking Svichim during Shmita. Okay, minute. Let's continue. Rabbi Shimon Ben Yochai was hiding in a cave for 13 years. And now we know it's his famous story in Reset the Shabbos when Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Alaza, Ben Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Shimon were sitting there and learning. And the question was, and, and Rabbi Yehuda was saying how incredible the construction of the bridges of Rome and, and the like. And if you recall, Rabbi Shimon Yachai spoke about it quite disparagingly. He says, no, they did it for themselves, for their benefits, so they can mark a place for their zonot, etc. And he and um, and the word got out, and he was his life was in danger, and he went to hide in a cave. So that's the background to this Mishnah, so the, the Gemara, sorry. So he was hiding in a cave for 13 years, Bermata Haruvin. It was known as Maratas of Cheruvim because of the miracle that came that their carob tree grew out, grew outside it and was providing food. And he was in there for such a period of time until his body was filled with chaluda. Chaluda normally is like a mold, but he has some sort of skin disease as a result of being in a cave. The soft latte Asashanim after 13 years, Amarlene Nafik. Let's go and see what cold there is in the world. <coughs> so this story is slightly, the, the count in Yushama you'll see is slightly different to what you're familiar he went to the mouth of the cave. Um, he saw someone hunting birds and put up a trap. 
Shama Barat Kale, you heard a bat call come from Shemaim. Amra, Dimus, it said this, bat call says, Rachamim, Vishdizavat. And this bird freed itself and got free, or got freed from the trap. Okay? So it sounds like, uh, and so Amar Tzipor, he says, when it came to a bird, that a bird, if it not was, wasn't Nigzar Min Shamaim, that bird would not be caught. You see, he heard a batkal saying that even this bird seemed to be mamash trapped by all human means. Batkal came from Shamaim and said this bird should be freed and got away. So he reflected. If a bird cannot be trapped, if Hashem doesn't decree so, so to a human being. So what am I worried about? So therefore, so therefore he, he went out. When he saw that the Shadchan is like settled, the, 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 the world had calmed down, meaning that the case of the one to kill him had died. Let's go when the Rechotz Bahadid Nimusin de Let's go in the baths of Tiveria. You can imagine, and the story is recounted when he went to the baths of Tiveria. And he had all the skin and sores on him, and you can see the the bavli in Shabbos that discusses what happened there. So Amar Tzrichin Anala Sotakana Kamosha Also Avotenu Rishonim. When Yaakov came back Shalem from Lavan's house, Shalem Begufo, Shalem Bemomono, he said, "I have to do something at Takana Lerabim." So he said he he was saved. So he said, "I have to act like David, like Yaakov Avinu." This is a Vichanat Peneir. Um, and after to also make some sort of, sort of takana for the rabbin. What was a takana that, Ab, that Yaakov Vinu did? He set up marketplaces. He set up a proper fo- a focused market system, a marketplace, because once one does that, it actually ends up improving the commerce and brings prices down. So that's a takana of the rabbin. So what did he do? Amar Nidke Tiviria. Do you know what? I'm going to metahar Tiviria. In other words, certain places of suffix tumor, suffix not tumor. So I'm going to matar tiveria, meaning get rid of all the kvarot. So how's it, what's he going to do? Vavanasa tumasin, he took tumasin, um, and umakatsets umakalik. He will cut them up and scatter them. Vakol handa havamit mita, any place was a met there, havu tayif vasalik min lael. It would, the met came to the surface, it floated up to the surface. Chamte chad kuti. One kuti sorim Amar he said, Lena Azal Mefale Bahadid Sabidiuda. Let's go make fun of this uh, elder, this old Jew. Nasif Khadmit, he found uh, one, he got one dead body. Azal Hen Dadahi. He played, he 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 hid it in one of the places that Rabbi Shimon Bran Yochai um uh, was uh Matahir. Atalegabishumrachai Amarle Lord Dahid Atapalan. Did you not Matahir this place? He went to Rabbi Shimon Chai. I'm going to go and I'm going to show you there's a met there. He saw that this was a ploy, this was a trick, and he dug in it. I'm that the Elyonim should come down and the Tachnim should go up, meaning that effectively the met and this individual should switch places. And indeed, the Chen Havotle. Right, and that's exactly the, the end of this. Uh, what happened to this uh, unfortunate um, individual who tried to take 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 it to make fun of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai? So Mugdala Shama Kala de Safra when he went past this Migdal that and inside there was a Melamed Tino Kora teacher, and he was heard this Safra Amar Ha Bar Yochai Madchik Tiviria. Ah, this is his Bar Yochai. He was Mala, he was he, he was Derek Laag. Uh, he was making fun of him. 
he says, oh, this is a Ben Yochai that was Matar Tiveria. So I have a, a Kabbalah that in, in the future, the Tiveria was going to be Tahor. This is what Hashem Yochai says. I feel can. And I went to so much trouble, he says. Lo mehemne, you don't trust me. Um, <coughs> so this Malamed eventually it, it turned into a pile of bones. Okay. Um, fine, let's continue. Now, let's learn the Ksalach. This is not Halacha Bet. It says as follows. Now, we have to appreciate, we have the mitzvah of Biur, as we said, that when it's longer found in the field, the Gemara is going to bring the source of it in a moment, um, that, it, that one has to remove from the house. And we discussed the debate whether it means, according to Rambam, means destroying, according to, I can't remember what was it, the most for it means actually removing. And I've mentioned the, the Raiva that says it's actually two phases. I think we'll see in, um, in tomorrow's stuff that there's like, first it's removed and then eventually it's, it's burnt. Removed meaning made hefker. But anyway, what the Gemara says, the Mishnah is telling us now is there are three zones for Biur Yehuda, Eve Hayarden, and Galil. Now, the discussion of every Yarden is an interesting one because every Yarden normally we, may, we think means to the east of the, of the Yarden. However, um, whether Biur applies there is actually a debate. So therefore, some of Farshim explain that it actually means the not the east side, but the west side of the Yarden, a small, small strip that we're talking about here. But uh, for simplicity, we're just going to explain it. I think the grass quite adamant that it's actually ever a Yarden, much the way we explain, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that it's that it's literally to the to the um, to the east side. But in any event, there seem to be three zones. <clears throat> so what does that mean, the three zones? Meaning as we'll see in the Gemara is going to explain it, but I'll give you a bit of an understanding now, is that, as I said to you, that as long as it's found in the field somewhere, you can keep that product in your house, that say that vegetable, whatever it is. If it's not found in the field, then you have to remove it. The question is, how far does one look to see is it still available in the field? So what the Gemara is teaching us, or Misha is teaching us, sorry, is there are, there are three zones that are independent. I mean, if it's not found, let's say you're living in your Huda, as long, if it's not found in your Huda, then you've got to remove it from your house now. Zman Biru has arrived, even if it might be found in Galil or every Yarden. That's the so-called zones. And that is because, as I understand, the animals didn't seem to go from place to place. They would stay to their areas, as the Gemara will discuss as well. <coughs> and therefore, if it's not found in, in other words, it's, if it's not found in your zone, is that means the animals in your zone aren't going to be eating anymore. And therefore, um, therefore, it doesn't matter if they can. They might be able to find it in another zone. Some animal. These animals where you are aren't going to go there. So therefore, Zman Biur has arrived. Okay. But the Gemara does the next thing. So I'm sorry. I keep on saying Gemara. The mission does the next stage by subdividing each area to three. And the Gemara is going to ask exactly why we're doing that. Um, actually, the next mission. The mission does. But let's continue. Shalosh shalosh arzot lekolachad galil elyon galil tachton va'emek. So we're talking about the upper Galil, the lower Galil, and the Emek, um, the valley, right? So from Kfar Hananya going upwards, any place that doesn't grow sycamore trees, that's Galil Elyon. Mikfar Hananya from Kranya below, Koshu Megadel Shikmin that grows sycamore trees, they are considered Gila Tachton. The Kful Tiveria is considered Veha Emek, is the Emek. Okay. What about Yehuda? So that's the three zones in the Galil. We have three zones in Yehuda. We won't be discussing three zones in every yard, and the Gemara will do that. And I think the simple explanation is broader. I think I saw on the name of the Gra was that is that the reason why Mishnah doesn't bring it is because every yard, and we know the zones because it's mentioned in the Torah when it discusses every yard and the Chalukah there. But let's continue. Obi Yehuda, it says, Har 
Hashvela Ba'emek. So the Har is a mountain, the Shvela plains, the Emek is a valley. <coughs> so Ushvelat Lud Kishvelat Adarom, the Harshela Kaharamelech. So these are the areas of the Shvela Har. And then we say Mbet Choron Adhayam. So from Beit Choron until the, 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 the sea is Midian Achat, and that would be the Emek, the valley. Okay. Fine. The, the Mishnah continues. This is like Mishnah Gimel, but still part of the same halach in Yerushalmi. Why do they say the three artsot if we're subdividing it? Now, there are different ways to explain what this means. Um, either the way the... It's actually interesting because the there's a machlok at whether these subdivided regions, and it seems to be the simple understanding of Shami we'll see in a minute, is that the, each of these subdivided regions are their own independent regions as well. Okay? That's the way the Reb Chaim explains in the Gemara. Meaning, if you're in the Har and Yehuda, and there's nothing left in the Har, even if in the in the, in the Shvela, there might, or the Emek, sorry, there might be finished, doesn't matter. It's already considered, Bizman Bureau has arrived. So in other words, we effectively have nine regions. And that's the way the Tosfot explains in Ipsachim, which is the way the Marafulda explains in the Gemara. However, what's interesting, Marafulda gives the other explanation on the Mishnah. He says, He says, in other words, we look at each zone, like not the subdivided region, the full zone. So only other, in other words, you only have three artsot to which Bureau applies. In other words, the reason why it needs to tell us those three regions, despite the fact you might have Har in Yehuda and Har in Galil, that might have the same topography or geographic, like same attributes, we say that no, they're still they're considered distinct from one another, and it's that we only look, we only unify Yehuda, Galil, and Emek, and not similar Har Shvelas and Emeks. Okay, that's that's the way Marafulda explains it. Oh, and clearly, um, the the Pnei Moshe says that's so we just simply know the Gvulot. As I said, we'll probably continue explaining the Gemara like that. Actually, nine distinct regions. Let's continue. Reb Shimon says Lomar Shlosh Artzot El Yehuda. He says no. The only place has three Artzot, three distinct areas is Yehuda. Veshar Kol Artzot Kahar Hamelech, and all the other Artzot are like Har Hamelech, Har Hamelech in Yehuda. Okay, we don't subdivide Eretz Israel, meaning that you can be one beside of Israel and have Zaytim in your and keep them in your house, provided that somewhere in Eretz Israel you find Zaytim, same to, so too with Tamarim. Okay, now where do we see this concept of Biur? It says, meaning calls man, the Torah says, say the full passage. All the produce should be for consumption. So we've got a connection of consumption and the reference to in your lands. So therefore the Gemara explains, the whole time the Chayak is able to eat in the field, then your Behema can eat in your house. Once it's no longer found in the field, that's the source, that's the basis that now has arrived from that which is in the house. Okay, Rav Chama Bar Ukva B'Shem Rabbi Yossi Brachinina. Ashiru Lomar, Eina Chaya Bahar G'dayla Be'emek, V'lo G'dayla Chaya She'be'emek Bahar. You know, as they worked out, now this is this is used to explain the way, um, uh, this is the way, again, I said Marafulda explains the Gemara here, based on the Tosfot, is they worked out that an animal, that it lives happily in the Emek, is not going to grow and raise in the Har. 
And that's why it's a basis for what? That's why it's a basis to subdivide every area based on Har, Emek, and Shvela. Because again, the animals won't roam from one area to another. They'll only stay in that area. So therefore, if, if you're in the Har, and it's no longer found in the Har, for the animals, you've got to remove it despite the fact that Shvela, because there's animals in your surrounds, it's, it's not in the field for them to eat anymore. And they're not going to go elsewhere to get it. Now, let's continue. Diklitianus. What happened is that he was a, a, a Melech Romi and he was causing Tsar for the Bnei, for the people of this, this area, Bnei Pneas. And, um, and they said, Amrin lay, they said to him, look, if you're going to keep causing Atsuras, Ana Azlina, we're going to go. And then why is that a threat to a king? It's a threat to a king because he gets taxes, right? So like he doesn't want everyone to disappear from his lands. So therefore, Amr lay, Sophista. So the sophista, that is, he's like a, he's a deputy or his sar, one of his ministers. Lo azalun, don't worry, they're not going to go anywhere. Vi azalun, if they're going to go, chazalun, they're going to come back. Vi bay mivdik, if you want to check if I'm right, aitu tivayan, tavyan, bring to me, bring to me some tzvim, tzvi is a diaz. The shachun la'ar de rechika, and send it wherever you want to send it. The sofon inu chazalun la'at rehun, and they're going to come back home. You'll see. You find these, you know, interesting cases of dogs that are dropped on one side of America and end up kind of returning home on the other side of America. Like you have these things where the animals end up coming home. And by the way, this is this. You can obviously understand the the, the, the reason for this story is coming up here is to bring the proof that animals will end up staying in their areas. Harsh Vela Emek, like we just said. So what did he do? Avad Ken, he did so. Aitin Tavayan, he got Svi and Vechafan Karna Bekesef. He he coated their horns in silver. The Shachun Afriki, they sent him, they sent these, um, these, um, uh, they, they, they sent them to Africa. The Ubasov Tlata Asre Shanim Chazun Atrehun. At the end of Tlata in Asre, after 13 years, according to Rabbi the gifts should be like the Gra, after 30 years, they ended up coming back. So this is a scientific experiment, and these deers end up coming back home. And uh, I think Rabbi Haber was mentioning, by the way, in his Drashi, he quoted Rabbi Tzadok, that we find that if you want to know what the, the root of an individual, the core of an individual is, Makom Tsara, where does he go? Where does he return? Where does, where's, he, where's his root? And that's how you know the nature of the, the, the core of an individual. So yeah, I gave you a little bit of a sort of a Musar idea. It's part of this year. All right, let's continue. Um, it kind of comes out of this stuff. Okay, let's continue. Tanarei Bishimon Bingam Liolomer. Siman Laharin, an indication for mountains is Milin, meaning this is the type of tree that grows there. Now, we're going to have to exactly understand. The Gemara is going to question why giving me this simanim. We'll see in a minute. The Amakim is Tamarim in Emek's valleys, is his Tamarim dates. The Nachalim and Nachal areas, like rivers, we say that is Kanim reeds. Well, the Shvela plains is Shikmin. Now, this can't be talking about our Mishnah, because if it's talking about our Mishnah, we wouldn't have to mention Nachalim, because there's no distinct region by known by way of the Nachalim. So it says, the, the, the writer continues, even though we've got a, there's no proof, we've got a hint to it. It says, mm-hmm. that I made the Arazim like, like Shikmin, the Sikimor that are, like, that are, again, that are um, more suitable, as we said, in the Shvela. Meaning we see Shadarka Shashvela that the, the Shvela is a place of gross shikmin. That's that's the that's what we're trying to drive from this puzzle. However, Nagamara asks, okay, why are you teaching us this? Why are you teaching us the Simanim of the Har Shvela Emek Nachal? So it to buy Some say that this is for 
literally mekach umemkar, meaning if someone says, I'm going to buy, I want to buy your mountainous regions off you, someone's got his areas, then it has to be those regions, we, the indication of those regions, the mountainous, will be these trees that we said, these trees that are these milim. However, by Meimar, some say that knows actually the, the importance of this, the Nachal, indication Nachal for the Egla Arufa Itmar. Because as you know, in the case of an Egla Arufa, where a person's been found dead and they don't know who killed him, on the road, found dead on the roadside, you've got to take, you've got to take this Egla, this young calf to a Nachal Eitan, and then do and do the whole procession there. They do Arifa, they cut at the back of its neck, etc. And the Siman for a Nachal, therefore, they've got to find the place that also has these reeds growing. Fine, let's continue. Ezu Galil, sorry, Ezu Emek Begalil. What's this Emek Begalil? That's Kogon Bikat Ginusar, Ginusar, the Chavrute, and it surrounds, Vakol Katseva. Okay, now the, now the Gemara says, Behuda Hahar. So the Gemara asks, Ezu Har Shiv Yehuda, that's Haramelech. The Shvelato, what's a Shvel in Yehuda? Zesh Shvelat Darom. The Emek Shelo, and the Emek of it is Me'ain Gedi Ad Yerecho. Okay. Um, Fine, let's continue. What's the Hari every yard? Because that wasn't mentioned in Mishnah. So Tani Rebbe Shimon ben Alazar Omer, Kogon Hari Machvar, the Gudor, the Kol Kotseba, that's the regions there. The Ushvelato, what's the Ushvelato? It says that is Cheshbon, the Kol Areha. Cheshbon, no, it's mentioned the Chumash. Asher Bimishor. And so this is a quote from the Chumash, sorry. This is a quote from um, when it's in Yoshua. Says, the emek shalo and the value is beit haram or beit nimra as it says in the pasuk the emek the valley there is the beit haram or beit nimra the sochot I think it is v'tzafon yeter mamlachot sichon melech cheshbon so now the gemara says okay you mentioned a lot of places what are these places. So Beit Haram is Beit Ramata, Beit Nimra is Beit Nimrin, Sokot is Dir Allah, and Tzafon is Amato. Okay, so those are uh, places, obviously, um, I'll know to them, and I'm not sure where they are. Okay, let's continue. Shvele Shebahar is Kahar. Okay, now I'm going to ask a question. Some, it, it, when you have regions, you have Har, Shvela, and Emek, but sometimes within mountain regions, you might have a Shvela. They might have a certain plain area. Now the question is, Shvele Shebahar, how do you treat it? Is it treated like shvela or is it treated like har? So shvela shabahar kahar or is it for shvela or for shvela kashvela? Or to treat like shvela? Is it which zone do we associate it with? So mimadatani har the haro emek the omko shvela shvela Those expressions where it's taught har the haro means har at its round at regions around it. Also emek the omko shvela shvela tol hana amra shvela shabahar kahar. It must mean that when, since we've got this broad term to exclude other things that aren't exactly like a har, but things that are near it, must mean that the shvela shabahar is treated like a har. So that's a part of its distinct area. The har shvela, and if, if you're in a shvela and happen to be a little bit of a peak there, we say and that's considered part of the shvela. The har of it is har hamelech. What's that mean? I'll read, I'll read you in Rechaim. It says, Menin gufa da'at lashmin and Generally, now this this happens to be the exception. 
such that what by other mekumot aside from lud makom shekaros shveila afahar that generally is fully a shveila afahar shets law um, even the mountain parts that are near it we or by it we say is nidon kishveila is part of the shveila okay now we've got an interesting area if you recall the end of the, the mission uh, sorry in the middle of the, in the end of the, the mission bet which is the middle of halacha bet we said choron arhayam medinacha we said that was the um, that was the emek shviyuda. The Gemara says now, parachoron. So Reb Chaim says it's a million achat. It's one area, and and um, and as, as, as referred to in the Mishnah. So Am Reb Yehuda od he yeshba har v'shvela v'emek. We find in that region there are also three different regions: har shvela and emek. That's the, the topology of the land, I guess. And mi beit choron va'ad am um har. And it says va'amum va'ad lod. So, so, so let's let's. What are the regions? Mibeit choron va'ad amum is har. Ma'amum va'od lo ad lod is shvela. Milud va'ad hayam is emek. So the Gemara says, if that's the case, we've got three regions. Nitne arba. So why does the Mishnah say that there are only three areas in Israel that have these broke that that have that are broken up to three zones? Har shvela and emek. If you've told me this area, this section is also has those three different topographies. So he's saying no. Me'uravothen. Me'uravothen, Rav Chaim says, he says, they're all mixed together. Har v'shvela emek shevabeit choron ve'en kol echad tchum la'atzmo. Because it's all a mishmash, there's har, emek, and shvela all intermingled with one another. It's not, you don't have sort of nice distinct uh, regions. That's why Hilkach, that's why it's still treated, despite the fact you can witness and see those three areas, since they're all mished mish together, then edun ke'echad, they're treated like one Zone, as we said, for um, for um, for beer. Let's finish now. Tani ain basuria shalosh. It says it's taught. Tani is basuria ain shalosh artzot. When it comes to suria, we don't have shalosh artzot, meaning we don't say. Uh, in other words, for ochlim chum, you can eat there. Adshi chaleach on shabbat as long as it's somewhere found in the region of Surya, which so that's the area towards the north of Israel. Um, that so beer, the moment beer doesn't arrive unless it's not found anywhere in Surya. Because we don't subdivide it like we've done Yehuda, Galil, or every hard day. Okay, that's the short time. Mr. we'll pick up from here tomorrow. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. Okay, the answer to what you were looking for. Oh, yes, is, please. Is as usual, Machlaikas. <laughs> uh, everybody agrees, uh, just to recap, that uh, if Ruben gives Shimon Shachmon as of the fruit that is Shviz. Um, and that then Shimon wants to give it to Levi, that is not a problem at all. The problem is if Shimon wants to return it to Ruven. So there, there's basically Rabbanim and Paschador that uh, go on either side of uh, that. Some say no, some say yes, because it looks like you're doing Shara, because you're having a Noah. By giving it back to to the guy because to uh, Shimon gives it back to Ruben, it's almost like a debt. It's not really a debt, but it's it smells like a debt that that he's repaying, and that means it's like schara. And therefore, some poskim uh, feel that he shouldn't do it. Well, oh, interesting, because we've seen in the Gemara sometimes it like it might smell a bit like uh, paying back, but because it's engineered to pick away like what's called uh, you're doing this as then it's then it's not a problem right. uh, it's interesting that people are machmer in the case of uh, all right thank you
Go to have a okay. good day. Okay. Uh,